Good morning, hello and welcome to EV Brief, your weekly rundown of electric vehicle news. It's Monday the 29th of April and I'm your host, Jonathan McFeet. There's plenty to cover on today's episode, so let's get straight to it. Rivian has attracted investment from Ford and plans to bring its pickup and SUV to Australia. I have a ton of Tesla news with Tesla announcing its Q1 2019 earnings this week. We also have upgrades to the Model S and X vehicles, right-hand drive orders in the UK commencing this week, and Tesla's Chinese factory rapidly approaching completion. The Porsche Taycan, Porsche's first all-electric sports car, is getting closer, and pre-production prototypes have been spotted in Europe wearing minimal camouflage. Penske, the truck leasing company in the US, has begun the rollout of fast charging stations in California. And finally, EV batteries. Should we care about an ethical supply chain in battery manufacture? BMW is doing something about it. Driving.ca brings us the story that Ford has decided to invest $500 million US in Rivian, the Michigan-based electric vehicle startup. Ford CEO uh, Jim Hackett says, quote, The partnership will bring a fresh approach to Ford's intelligent and electric vehicles. He also says Rivian will benefit from Ford's manufacturing expertise and resources. While the deal has yet to receive regulatory approval, Rivian is forging ahead with uh, development and the R1T pickup and R1S SUV look fantastic. Uh, They've got a range of 640 kilometres, ground clearance of 35 centimetres and the ability to tow uh, close to 4.5 tonnes. Rivian seems to be trying to fill a gap in the market that Tesla hasn't yet uh, entered and I, I can't wait to see the vehicles in the metal. Uh, that hopefully won't be too long away as Rivian has confirmed both its initial offerings will make it to Australia eventually. Uh, Rivian's chief engineer, uh, Brian Gase, has said that he wants to get the vehicles on sale in Australia as soon as possible. On to Tesla and its massive Q1 loss for 2019. With a red balance sheet uh, to the tune of 702 million US dollars, despite increasing revenue by 57% over Q1 last year, 2018, revenue was down by close to 38% from the last quarter of 2018. Uh, Tesla had a huge year of sales growth last year, but uh, clearly, look, they're having some logistical difficulties from production, suppliers, transportation, and also uh, entering new markets, obviously, and uh, this profit uh, report uh, has not gone down well on Wall Street. Um, There have been some positives, though. The Model 3 has become the number one selling electric vehicle of all time and has reached the number one sales position in a number of European markets. That's a huge achievement for an American product, quite frankly. Teslas have begun shipping to China, uh, and their Chinese factory in Shanghai is also under construction, scheduled for completion in Q3 this year. And once that ramps up, um, the Fremont factory in California should be able to focus on EU-US demand and also right-hand drive production. Once complete, the Chinese factory should be producing around 1,000 cars per week by the end of 2019. On to the Model S and X, and there was a lot of speculation last week that Tesla had begun to produce uh, these models with revised drivetrains, and uh, on April 23, Tesla confirmed that there are some significant updates coming for these cars. Namely, we've got a range of over 650 kilometers in the new Model S long range, which is just huge. Uh, Now, that's easily going to get you over five and a half to six hours of highway driving in Australia, which is, well, let's just say unhealthy for your bladder and and lower back, I think. To achieve this, Tesla has enhanced its drive unit technology. 
Uh, they've brought the Model S and X now in line with the Model 3. There's improved cooling and lubrication and greater efficiency in all the moving parts. There's faster charging too, with the revised S and X models receiving a bump in charging capability to 200 kilowatts on the new V3 liquid-cooled superchargers and up to 145 kilowatts on the V2 models, which are currently seen in Australia. Tesla has also confirmed that autopilot will be standard across the range on all new Tesla vehicles, but uh, full self-driving will be an optional extra. Finally, in other Tesla news, right-hand drive orders for the Model 3 launch next week in the UK, with Australia to follow shortly after. This means we should see the online configurator launch soon, and we'll then have access to the Australian specifications and pricing. I'll keep you updated on any new information as it comes to hand, but also uh, keep an eye on Twitter, as there's a very active Australian contingent of Tesla fans there. Now I'll admit to being a big fan of Porsche, and it feels like we've been waiting a long time now for them to unveil their production Taycan. Uh, the covers are expected to come off this model at the Frankfurt Motor Show in September, uh, but uh, prototypes are out and about testing now. A member of TycanForum.com recently spotted a prototype in Europe, sporting what looks to be a production-ready body with lights and some very light camouflage. I think it's looking really great. It's got a strong Porsche family resemblance, uh, but a really unique futuristic front-end uh, treatment that's true to the Mission E concept. It's going to be really interesting to see this alongside the Panamera to compare features and dimensions. I'll drop a link to the images on the show's SoundCloud page and on Twitter. Daimler Trucks North America is currently converting its Portland, Oregon factory to make all-electric trucks. And Penske Truck Leasing has installed DC fast charging stations in Southern California. Uh, that state was seen as the perfect place to begin the rollout of electric commercial transport, primarily because uh, so much of what America imports and exports flows through the, the seaports in that state and also nearby distribution centres. Although the debate over whether electric is cleaner than internal combustion is raging more fiercely than ever, it's clear that transportation companies are beginning to see the benefits of EV tech to the logistics business and the benefits to the environment from zero tailpipe emissions compared to diesel trucks. Still on the environment, and did you know that there are over 40 million people worldwide who work in small-scale mining? Uh, Autoblog reports that many of the minerals and metals required for EV battery production are dug up by hand in small-scale mines, and what is an increasingly important and profitable industry worldwide is ripe for exploitation, smuggling and creating dangerous working conditions. Uh, BMW recognises that the car industry is a player in this problem, and Bloomberg reports that the German manufacturer plans to buy cobalt directly from mines in Australia and Morocco, ensuring that the metal purchased for its EV production is sourced responsibly. This metal will be used in vehicle production from 2020, and in the short term BMW will not purchase directly from small-scale African mines. That's the wrap-up this week. Are you going to be ordering a Tesla Model 3 in Australia? Let me know, and uh, let me know the specs and colour while you're at it uh, by emailing theevbrief at gmail.com or reach out on Twitter through at evbriefpodcast. Please subscribe and write a review if you like the show. You can listen to EV Brief on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, Spotify, and all good podcasting apps. My name is Jonathan McFeed, and I'll see you next week.